BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, Doug, it's Thursday, February 15th, and our guest today is Eddie Ift. Oh, jumping right in. Yeah, I-F-F-T is his last name, so... That in and of itself is a uh, worthy discussion for this show. Oh, and another thing, Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, you almost missed it. You did it, though. Yeah, you Proud can't, of you. I can't make it even later in the year by waiting later in the show <laughs> to say it. Have you ever been on a dingle bus? That sounds gross. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I think that Eddie used to do a podcast from a bus, and I think the bus was called the Dingle Bus. <laughs> okay. But I thought it'd be a fun challenge to see if we could get through the hour without without saying Dingle Bus. And <laughs> if he does, if he says it, then I'll, I'll make this, I'll have a sound effect will go off, like, because it'll, it'll be funny. <laughs> I like it'll it. It'll sound like, like that. It's like Pee Wee's Playhouse saying the <laughs> secret word. It's the secret or... word is Dingle Bus. <laughs> and I, I mostly just hope he does. It doesn't come up. Um, but uh, should be a fun uh, conversation today because he he's available to talk to us. I think because he missed a flight, so that's always uh, uh, that's always interesting when something when fate uh, deals you. He you know he. He uh, his flight was canceled, so life gave him some lemonade. I mean, some lemons, and now our show is his lemonade, and he's going to drink us up. <laughs> also, sounds gross. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go to work. Hello, Eddie Ift. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Doug. How you been? I've been good. Uh, how are you? I'm good. I just I canceled a gig to come back and do this podcast. That's what I heard. I heard that <laughs> you had been wanting to do this podcast for a while and that your uh, busy road schedule and making money was getting in the way of that. And uh, so I'm glad it, it finally uh, it finally came together. Why? I I told the people you... of Bozeman, Bozeman, Montana, that I had more important things to do, and that I just wasn't showing up. I got bigger fish to fry. 
which yeah. cannot possibly be true. The fish are probably huge in Bozeman. Yeah, but they're under ice right now. Some of the biggest. Oh, it's really cold there, isn't it? At, so at the cold. Current time. So, so you cold. had a, a show there tonight and then you couldn't fly in? Yeah. I, uh, have you ever done the thing where you show up at the airport and they tell you you can't get on the plane? And you're just like, what do you mean? I bought a ticket. And they're like, yeah, you're you're not on this flight. Oh, they just decided that <laughs> yeah. uh, they overbooked it and didn't need to contact what? you. Yeah, yeah. And the, But the best part about it was I'm usually really good at talking my way on some way. You know, there's a sick relative that needs my kidney or something. Yeah. And the girl in front of me who pushed her way in front of me oh, needed no. to get on that plane. Uh, and she told everyone there that her uncle was a pilot. And she knew that they could let her on that plane. And so what? that was, was her in was just knowing a pilot. She, her uncle's a pilot. Her dad was on the plane. She goes, there's an infant on that plane. And I was like, what does that have to do with that? <laughs> and I want then that she, infant seat. <laughs> her, her Hail Mary pass was, I have medication in my bag on the plane. And I need, but her bags had been checked and her medication was on there and she needed it or something bad was going to happen. And I was like, oh, I knew you had medication for sure. So she got on? She got on. I did not. Oh, boy. Wow. They reopened the door. You know, how it's like almost like a meter made. They go, I wrote the ticket. Yeah, it's already done. The door is the door's door's closed. closed. We can't reopen the door. They reopened the door. And no. it's like while I was looking the other way. Because <laughs> if you'd have been looking, you would have been like, hey, I see an open door. <laughs> I literally said to them. How come I'm not going through it? <laughs> I, I said to I saw one of the, the women working in the gate walking through there. And I go, hey, did the girl with the hat, did she get on? And she goes, no, she didn't. And I'm like, you're lying to me now. <laughs> 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 she, she annoyed her way on. Yeah, or maybe she's just sitting in the jetway. Like maybe they had already pulled away, and so she's just stuck there. I hate to be myself and go on a tangent. It's your show, but I did do that in North Carolina once. I fell asleep, and it was like the only flight back that day. And I was like dying to get home. This was years ago when I did colleges, and I woke up, and my flight was like gone. Like they had closed the door, and no one was there. And I opened the door. And I went down to the jetway and uh, they brought me back and they called the police. Whoa. And, uh, and this was, this was pre nine 11. And uh, I was like yelling and screaming. And I remember the woman then calling the pilot from that phone on the wall. And <laughs> she goes, we have a crazy person. In here. <laughs> 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 and the pilot said, let them on. <laughs> what? The pilot was it, all right with it? The pilot was fine with it after she called me a crazy person. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so the you, you got on the plane? You got to go on that flight? I got on that flight, but I didn't today. And the people of, uh, yeah. I apologize to... I apologize to the people of Livingston and Bozeman, Montana. And the guy, 
who books it is an awesome guy. And I apologized up and down. He goes, and I go, I hope you're not gonna be upset. And he goes, look, dude, the only way I'd be upset is if like you cancel. And then I see like, you're doing another gig in Vegas or something. That's like a higher paying gig or something. And I'm like, Oh no, he's going to hear me on Doug's podcast. <laughs> and think no. I canceled. <laughs> no, it's let's make this very clear that they canceled. You missed your flight. That's the only reason that we got you here today. You know, uh, what's that expression? God closes the door. Somebody farts and opens a window. Something like that. <laughs> Nailed like it. He, but it. <laughs> One one man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's a. Uh, I used to oh, when I'd play in. Um, oh, what city was it? Um, uh, what's the main uh, 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 Sioux Falls? When I play Sioux Falls, um, they would have a local flea market called the Benson Flea Market. And um, that was their their jingle was Benson Flea Market. Uh, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Uh, so I have like a jit. That song is like I got a jingle version of that song in my head all the time. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. <laughs> it's just so random that you you know that just be just in the show is all about names and it's just how if that had been called some other flea market the odds of me remembering the jingle and that that they use that expression would be so slim but the fact that they get my attention every time like oh benson flea market what's that <laughs> and um and then i hear the damn song but i haven't been to sioux falls in uh quite a few years so i don't uh i don't know if that's still a thing but Poor Bozeman. So do you, what do you do? You, uh, you reschedge? Uh, yeah, I guess you, I, you I get guess a new I date. Will. I guess I will. It's a great club too. Have you ever played the last best comedy club? No, I haven't. It's um, really fun. It's a, it's a small club, but it's like really, really fun. And, and you're just was, supposed to do the one night. You're just going to fly in and, and fly out. I was Well, I was supposed to do tonight. I was supposed to do Livingston. Do you remember, uh, Rich Hall? Yeah. Rich lives in Livingston. And what? He, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I used to see Rich in the UK all the time. Yeah, I, that's the last thing I heard was that he was living in, in London. Yeah, but I think he moved back permanently to Livingston. I knew he, I always knew he had a house in Livingston. Oh, okay. He has, he has I, I don't want to ruin his story, but if you ever ask him his story about Letterman and how Letterman lives there too. It's the uh, it's one of the funniest whoa. comedy stories ever. <laughs> okay, um, Rich Hall's Rich Hall's brilliant, and so Rich saw that I was coming, and is friends with the guy that owns the attic in Livingston, and said, "Hey, why don't you bring Eddie here too?" So I was supposed to do both, and then with everything that happened with the flights, they wanted me to like get on a flight tonight, and I was like, "I'll fly tomorrow," and they're like, "Well, you got to pay the change of fares and this and that," and so I called both guys and said hey let's just redo this whole thing yeah because also uh it's probably not the greatest weather for going out to see comedy uh, as it is you know yeah. like 
<laughs> or getting or getting just getting from you because you'd land in Bozeman and then and then how long is the drive out to uh Livingston's to the, probably to Livingston. I, I, probably like an, an hour or something. I don't know. Oh man. yeah. Yeah. That would have been that that's probably a nightmare time of year to be doing that. Let's you're see real, what the let's see what the weather is in Bozeman. You're very told, hardy when it comes to the road. Like you don't you never stop to think, oh, I don't want to go there. There might there might be a blizzard or something. No, my here's my negotiations. Eddie, we got a gig for you in okay. <laughs> oh, so you only accept gigs in Oklahoma? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. It doesn't pay. Oh, I said okay already. Um, yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow's four degrees. And then Saturday's oh, one degree. Wow. Oh, see, yeah. this is the you, now you got to stay home. You're in Southern California. You're doing a podcast. Like this is uh, this worked out great for you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you. I I think I won. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bozeman. I think so. Yeah, um, reschedule for summer. Or does is summer a tough time for cl clubs in a place like that? Because everybody really loves the outdoors in the summertime. Yes, yes, and they see it as though like, are you kidding me? I'm not going inside. This is our, this is our four day window. <laughs> yeah. They're four day <laughs> summer. You don't want to intrude on that. Yeah. I saw that in Oregon. Yeah, I, I was in Oregon. It was like beautiful one day on the beach and there it was beautiful, but it was like our average day. And everyone's like, you're so lucky to be here during the best day of the year. <laughs> yeah none of us want to go inside and watch your show aren't you lucky um so travel in general these days though when as soon as i was talking to you this morning about hey can you are you busy today and you're like well i might not be because i you know i might have a free day because uh, you know i just missed a flight um are you is it more of a crapshoot than ever with trying to go out on the road and do shows? Like, is this sort of thing happening more often than it used to? Um, it's hard to say. I, I, I'm a pretty good traveler. Like I've done it for so long that I have like all my little secrets and everything. And, uh, so I've gotten set in my ways, you know, I fly one airline. Usually I try to get like high status on that airline. I, park in the same parking garage, you know, but the shit happens every time almost. <laughs> you know, when I, when I get, when I get home from a, a trip and nothing went wayward, I'm like, I just feel like a, one of those like fighter pilots from world war two that had like a 90% chance of getting shot down. You know, yeah. I get back and I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> yeah. I wasted all of my good luck on that instead of the lottery. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Like you just, it's so wild how it can be very exciting when a flight like takes off on time, lands on time, like, or when they land early and then they don't pull the, oh, but our gate's not open. Like that one, you know, it's funny, Doug, <laughs> I've, I, I have to, I didn't ride an elevator for 15 years. I have an elevator fear and uh, it's called cleathrophobia, which is a fear of being trapped. And so I finally went and got this therapy called EMDR therapy. And I thought it cured me, but one of the things that like I really hated was uh, I hate getting stuck on chairlifts. I hate uh, when the plane goes, uh, when they say our gate's not ready, 
like mm -hmm. panic ensues. Right. And, and I don't know why. I'm just like, no one's ever been like left on a plane before. Why? Am, right. Always... They can they can sit you make you sit there for an unreasonable amount of time without any kind of decent explanation. My favorite is when they try to connect the 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 jetway to the plane, and the person it's the person's like first day or something, and they don't they they can't get it to connect right. And you're just they're watching. Not, they're not good on the joystick. It's like you know, it's like what seventy five to a hundred men having to stand around watching someone not know how to change a tire. Someone could. Why isn't there someone who could just step in and do it? You know, like why? <laughs> <laughs> so know? the other day, the other day I was on a plane and it kind of set me back because we were there. We landed. I forget where it was. And the pilot goes, yeah, so the jetway's not moving and we contacted them and no one's answering. So <laughs> he goes, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and I just went full panic attack, you know, like the adrenaline's just going through my body. And I'm like, and I got home and my, a friend of mine, a neighbor is a pilot. And I went, uh, our kids play together. And I went, Hey, can you do me a favor? Don't ever say this when <laughs> like, like, be like, Oh, we talked to them. It's going to be a few minutes. Just sit tight. We'll keep you updated. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know when they're going to be here. I have no idea. That's what the pilots yeah, oh, I don't like yeah. those. I don't like those open-ended things. I also lately have been extra aggravated in this day and age that they have to always say we're going to take off after we finish doing some paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the plane isn't going to take off if you don't write down a couple of things. <laughs> you know, it's just a, bizarre. I was on a plane in Germany coming back to the States and I had gotten upgraded to first class. So I was very happy. I'm sitting up there and all of a sudden they make an announcement in German because it was Lufthansa and the entire plane ran off the plane. Like there was a bomb on the plane. Oh and, my God. And I'm sitting in my seat because they do German first, English second. And they're <laughs> like, and so everybody runs off the plane. I'm sitting there and they go to English and they're like, uh, we're having some mechanical difficulties. You're going to need to go to the gate outside and reschedule yourself on another flight. And so I come off the plane and I am now last in line because I was Ugh. the only English speaking person on the plane. But it, it would have been funny if there was like a bomb on the plane and they only said it in German. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Like, uh, the, the, everybody wants to get off the plane quickly in that scenario because they don't want to be at the end of the line of getting getting rebooked. Yeah. So they get their asses off quickly. I hate how slow people are getting off the plane. It's just like, if you're that, if you have to move that slowly, just chill in your seat till all the... Yeah, yeah, till the people want to get off. <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or the people, when everybody is getting up and it's not moving, they blast from the back. Just like out of my way <laughs> yeah <laughs> i really think they're just gonna push their way through the christian uh, mccaffrey just coming down the line <laughs> it's always some old woman she doesn't give a shit she's like get out of my way <laughs> we got right into this conversation i didn't get a chance to uh, ask if, if you guys know each other doug and i, Eddie. I don't i don't i don't think we met but it wouldn't surprise me maybe at the old cap city days or something in austin are but, you uh, out of austin 
Yeah, I I am. I was in LA for a little bit back in Austin, but uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't think we met in person. I, I know your so. name. I'm trying. Yeah, to think. same. Uh, yeah, for sure. I know of you. I don't know that we and met I, in person. I, I did play. I did play Cap City a couple times. Yeah. So where is that? Where you were most of? The- yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't think we met. Did you Did you write for somebody? Uh no I no I mean I toured with Dan Cummins a lot I don't know if you guys are buddies yeah we're buddies I love Dan yeah 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 he's amazing yeah he got Dan got me in so much trouble that sounds like Dan right out of the gates with a comedian (laughs) named Dudu Brown (laughs) (laughs) he came on my podcast and just started trashing Dudu Brown. And he's this comic on like the Atlanta urban circuit. And Dudu Brown is like a former pimp. Like, and the next thing I know, I'm playing Atlanta and Dudu shows up at my show. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, somebody filmed this. I have to show Dan. <laughs> like, he almost had me killed. That's kind but of Dudu funny. was pretty pissed. <laughs> Yeah, Dudu was real. I like, mean, Dudu, I, was gonna was Dudu gonna like try to hit you or something or? Well, well, what happened was Dan just was mentioning how there's like comics out there that you've never heard of, and they're like doing their thing, and you just don't know them. He goes like, I stumbled upon this guy Dudu Brown. He goes, first of all, his name's Dudu, and he's like, and his jokes, and he's kind of like making fun of him, but he's. He's kind of just making fun of the fact that there's so many of us and Dudu shows up and I keep going. I'm like looking at Dudu's page going, Dan, shut up, shut up. Like you're going to get us killed, Dan, you're going to get us killed. And then the next thing you know, Dudu starts messaging me and I'm like, oh shit, (laughs) he found out. And then he kind of liked that we were scared of him. So he showed up at my show as a joke to like, Uh... and he ended up being a really nice guy. Oh, that's good. I swear most, to you. Most doo-doos are nice guys. Yeah. It's so. he's tough to be a really mean character and we stick with doo-doo. <laughs> uh, you know, there's, the, just, there's a name just, to have on the show, Doug. <laughs> you know, it's not like tiny, you know, a big guy named Tiny. It's like you're still scared of a big guy named Tiny. Like you get what's going on there. But that that, that someone could say, you know, come up with the idea of him being called doo-doo and uh and then it it's sticking it makes him uh you know makes him a little softer to me but probably i'd probably still be scared of him have, though have you ever thought if you were to have a stage name what it would be um <laughs> i i haven't really entertained that because we've talked about this on the show doug is already kind of like a nickname like it already has that feel to it so you don't really need to dress it up i mean uh, similarly i mean we'll get to this in a in a bit but like eddie also just doesn't feel like that you need anything any other thing that makes you sound wackier you know eddie seems like enough you know i thought about going by pp yellow (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna kill you Oh my God! You're in so much trouble. You're in deep. Doug, he's gonna be at your next show. <laughs> uh oh.
I mean, that's what cracked me up about it, though, is that Dan Cummins could talk shit on your podcast, and then the guy shows up at your <laughs> at your show like that. It's, it's the story of my life. All my guests get me in trouble on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know how that how that uh, gets turned on you like that. That doesn't seem right. I think I got booted off Rogan because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I just love uh, that you got booted off. Like, how does you, you really can get booted off of broken? Well, no, he used to, he used to have me on <laughs> pretty frequently, and then right. one of my guests kind of butted heads with Tony Hinchcliffe, and oh. Tony. The next thing I know, I'm listening to Rogan and Brian Redband's like, "Did you hear Eddie Ift and Tony Hinchcliffe got into it?" And I'm like, "I didn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I was mediating the whole thing, trying to like stop it." Yeah. <laughs> and, and Rogan's like, well, I'm Team Hinchcliffe. And I was like, well, there goes my career. <laughs> yeah, and it's all just based on uh, hearsay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I hope you survive it. I hope you could manage to be in this uh, comedy world that we live in now. Uh that's all I have to say on the matter. <laughs> thanks, thanks for your support. <laughs> I mean, Doug's right there in Austin, so he like see he's seeing it up close, like that the the whole like the kind of scene that uh, started there around Rogan, oh, yeah. and um, you know it's uh, it's interesting. I've been there a few times since, and it's it seems like there's sort of. Like the Rogan thing is thriving, but I think also just there's also just comedy in general is still uh, popular, like throughout the, the, yeah. the city and the the area. It was um, odd moving back to Austin, kind of kind of excited about being like after being in L.A., like being in a smaller market. And now it just feels like I'm in another Los Angeles a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I gather from it. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's like Los it's Angeles sort of followed up. you back there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, very strange. A, a little bit, but it is kind of. It it does seem like it's like all the comics are playing all the all the clubs, but you know, obviously the Rogan's got his people that work for you know his specific room, but there's still lots of room, I think, in Austin, even if you're not uh, uh, in with him great. necessarily, but. Has it but, spilled you know, over? Has it made comedy like so much more popular everywhere else? Like, is everybody else doing well in the other clubs? Yeah, yeah I, th I think so. And I want and I think too, just on top of all that, like, I think coming out of lockdown, I feel like in a lot of places, but I've definitely noticed it here. People just seemed extra hungry for live comedy, live music too, but. It just felt like this boom where the audience was were just eating it up. And I kind of was worried, like, ah, oh, this isn't gonna last, you know, <laughs> super long. And it's just it just still feels like people can't get enough. It's great. It's been nice. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably, you know, I, I'm I'm enjoying being in LA and just doing sets around Los Angeles, but like it seems like um th that there's more even more uh spaces to perform in austin and yeah. uh you know but i don't know i i don't know for sure but uh, i just know i like both cities because of the uh the warm weather 
<laughs> I was wor I was worried it was going to be like New York, where the comedy cellar just got so good that it kind of ate up all. Like people were like, "Hey, we want to go see comedy." They're like, "We'll go to the comedy cellar," and they're like, "Or you can go to this place." And they're like, "Nah, if we can't go to the comedy cellar, we don't want to go." And <laughs> well, I was yeah. worried it, it was going to be that that if you couldn't go to Rogan, like why? Why would you go see any other club other than Rogan's club? It's the best club in the world. Right. And so, yeah. so I was like, is that going to hurt Cap City? Is it going to hurt the Velveeta Room? Is it going to hurt all these other like good places? But I, I guess I just it, don't think that there's not enough comics in that live there that also can just be at Rogan's club every night. Like the, the, the whole, all the clubs in Austin have to use all the same comics. So I, I feel like people that live there, they like comedy they just sort of they 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 know that you know there's a lot of good comics that live there and show up on all the shows yeah and i think people sometimes so many comics have moved here people kind of are thinking almost on any show anywhere they're like who's gonna pop in tonight you know oh okay. yeah yeah, yeah and, always and, a possible pop in that makes yeah. sense too because they'd want to do as many spots as possible yeah. yeah, if somebody is in town and doing spots, yeah, they're going to do more than Joe's Club. And, you know, and that's the thing is it feels like like Red Band books a club. And like, I think that, you know, even it's not just exclusive to that one one space. I think that everybody's uh, spreading it all over town. <laughs> 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 hey listen we got to take a break uh and uh get some of that uh advertiser love going but we'll be right back there's something magical about unboxing when you unbox britbox you uncover a world of british entertainment stream the uk's most brilliant series including new and upcoming seasons of shetland Father Brown and Death in Paradise, plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime, and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We are back. That wasn't so bad, was it? It didn't hurt. <laughs> it was easy. Totally easy break to get through. Um, but before we get to the main topic of discussion that we do on this show, uh, Eddie, I just like to ask you some, uh, warm up questions, starting with, uh, what's your tattoo situation? Nada. Zero, no ink on your body anywhere. Zero. Never liked them. Always despised them. But <laughs> I've never got uh, that answer before. Usually, despise, people, I like despise. them on other people, but not on me. But you're just like you don't even want to see them on other people. Nope, no, I don't like them at all. Um, <laughs> I uh, I remember 
one of like my first like stolen jokes, you know, like when you're before you're a comedian and you like do little like joke jokes. Uh, I used to say to people that I had, when they'd ask if I had a tattoo, I'd say uh, that I had a W on each butt cheek. And, uh, and then uh, on Mother's Day, I stand on my head, on my hand, on my head or something. And I forget whose bit it was that that's like somebody's original bit, which is a really funny joke. Probably the first time it was told, <laughs> uh, but not when I'm doing it in bars to um, unsuspecting women that don't realize that I'm not that witty. <laughs> yeah. It is funny how you can like, especially, you know, quotes from movies and TV shows. Like you, you know, if you're super nerdy, you can oftentimes get away with, making a, a, a room full of people or, you know, people at your table uh, laugh because they don't know that what the source of the, uh, you know, it's like this nowadays, it's it, these people, the, the people that do that are making uh, memes, you know, that where they just steal yeah. somebody's joke and then act like they came up with it because they picked the font. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's, and you, as a, as a, as a real comedian, you're cut, you're out with that guy who's crushing it around people and you're handicapped because we follow like rules of engagement mm -hmm. <laughs> and and we're like, oh, I can't do that. I can't reference that. I can't, ah, uh, that's somebody else's bit. Ah. Uh. And so, <laughs> and they're out there doing their greatest hits, you know, the cover band and they're just crushing you. <laughs> yeah. But even those guys, they run out, you know, because it's like, you know, the well's only so deep before you say something to a woman where, they go they look at you like what does that even mean you know because you're just gonna get so nerdy you're gonna you're gonna go too far and like quote <laughs> quote doctor who or something uh to a cheerleader <laughs> uh, all right so uh what about uh pets uh eddie have you ever uh been the person who gets to name a pet uh yes my first like the dog that we have a bunch of dogs in our house and the first one was mine. And so I named it and uh, I named it Noosa, which in Aboriginal means vaginal yeast infection. <laughs> N O O S A. S -A. Yeah. Noosa. Yeah. All right. Google. Um, does like, uh, when does anybody ever get to enjoy that joke? No, I, it, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> that's such a great line. <laughs> that's like the best comeback ever. <laughs> that's like how I talk to my children. <laughs> I'll be like, how are we all supposed to have a fun time tonight if we're throwing a tantrum like that? <laughs> yeah, I just wondered, like, um, you know what I mean? Because it's a it's a language joke, so the person would have to know the language. Yeah, it's that that's not what it means. It means shady place, or uh, which is sort of the same thing. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it's shady place, or. Uh, she was like my shadow. So I looked for words that meant shadow or shady place. And oh, I see. She, she was an Australian cattle dog. So, and I okay. have been to that, and I have been to that town many times to go surf. So, 
Um, cool this is a very uh, thoughtful naming uh, process yeah. that you you went through. You is that why you've only named one pet? Because well, the uh, other pets are are the kids. So the kids oh, name they get pets. to name them. Yeah, my my with son's no guide, getting with no guidance. You could do anything they want. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> my son is getting a dog, and he's naming him Mountain. <laughs> why? <laughs> what kind of dog? Know. Uh, a Belgian Malinois. Okay, <laughs> I guess you could call him Mountie for short or for fun. I don't know. I don't know what he just. He said Mountain, and uh, <laughs> we. He was going to get a. There, they come in like black and brown, and he was going to get a black one. And he wanted to call it Ninja, which I thought was pretty cool. Sure. And uh, and then he want or that my wife wanted the black one, and he wanted the brown one, so. He said brown, and then he said, I want to call it mountain. And we were like, okay. <laughs> why? And he was like, I don't know. I don't know. He's four. Right. <laughs> he doesn't know why. See, that's why I was, I was concerned. There might be some uh, strange names if the kids are too young to uh, yeah. understand the responsibility. Like when when your kid's 20 and you remind him, Hey, remember when you thought it, it was a good idea to name a dog mountain, <laughs> you know, you, you could just dangle that over. Him. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, like I said, Mountie's fun to say. Yeah. So, so that's, I don't think it's too damaging. You know, the dog might have an eating disorder, uh, you know, uh, if it understands what what the word mountain means, um, but I guess dogs don't know what the words mean. I just News. love how is how is anyone? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the line? How does anyone enjoy that? <laughs> how, does, how does anybody? How does anybody get the opportunity to uh, enjoy that joke? <laughs> That's such a great line. <laughs> uh, what about uh, naming other stuff? Have you ever uh, named a car, house, or boat? I on my podcast, I nickname everyone. I don't. Uh, I don't name cars or boats. But people, you like to give people nicknames. Yeah, I do on the show. I don't know why I do it, but I do it all the time. What's your best like? Is there is, have you given a nickname to somebody that they all their actual friends, you know, other friends started actually using? Ernie uh, Hurtado, who's the sound guy, who's been working with me for twelve years. Uh, he looks like a heavier Danny Trejo, and uh -huh. everyone call, everyone calls him Machete. <laughs> everyone, I mean, he is only known as Machete, and uh, and you started funny. it. He brought two guys to come work for us recently, and now they're named Razor and Stiletto. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope uh, that they're safe accordingly. We had a guy named Farside because he looked like a Farside character. Uh, <laughs> we had a guy named Shane Wow from the Sham Wow. Uh, I'm trying to think. And then Jason, my sidekick, has like 70 different nicknames. All right. Well, let's talk about your name. Oh, the worst. <laughs> you know, we just uh, 
we just want to hear what your honest take is on uh, starting with your first name. What was it like growing up, uh, uh, Eddie? Uh, awful because I'm the third. What? I'm a third. Eddie If the third. Edward Charles Ift the third. Wow. Yeah. Edward. Try yeah, try that one. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You dodged a bullet on the Edward or Edmund thing, because Edmund is the worst awful thing you could name a person. Edmund. <laughs> Just awful. That's like <laughs> that's almost as bad as calling someone mountain. Uh, Ed, Ed Mound okay so you're how soon did Eddie become like did people were you a toddler that people were actually calling Edward or did they just call I it, only, calling I, Eddie? Only, I only remember Eddie my dad goes by Ed or Eddie and um, and my grandfather I believe was Ed and now my son is named Eddie or he's Edward Charles if the fourth but his Whoa. name is his name is Cruz. Like he is only known as Cruz on every single like school document. He's Cruzift. Wow. So he we didn't want to do to him what was done to me. <laughs> but are you just we, in too deep? When when he we were like thinking of names, and my dad was like, "What are you going to name him?" And my dad is so into like his legacy he was like when i told him we were going to name him something he goes wait you're not going to name him edward if the fourth and i was like uh, you know no and he was like are you serious and i realized how like hurtful it was and so i said to my wife i go let's just put it on the birth certificate and then we'll never call him it again <laughs> That's so funny too, though, that he set you up by like being like, "So, what are you gonna call it? Uh, what are you gonna call the baby? Oh, you're not gonna call it, yeah, Eddie the Fourth." <laughs> Do you, you know how much question? trouble? <laughs> how much trouble the third has given me in my life with just documents, checks, oh yeah, passports, not matching airline tickets. Uh, you know, like oh well. You have the third on here and you didn't have the third on the ticket. So, oh, you didn't, when you logged in, you didn't do the third. And it's just like, or there's no space for it. It's just annoying. And you never thought about using it professionally, like to sound like, because it would be funny to have such a serious highfalutin name. And then, you know, and then you walk out. The problem with that, Doug, is that you <laughs> use the word funny and that's not my specialty. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've always made the wrong decision, but you know I mean Edward. If the third is here, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I walk out a guy that looks like he operates a chairlift. <laughs> yeah, no, that's you mean Eddie Chuck, not uh, <laughs> Edward Charles. <laughs> <laughs> How could it be? They were, were they mixed up at birth? Um, uh, so what did you, did you, uh, did you fall into the right uh, time frame to get a lot of grief from being, having the same name as Eddie Munster? No, no. You missed I that? that. Um, okay. 
I didn't get that. I got Eddie Haskell though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is weird. Which, that both those shows are from around the same time. Right. But I got Eddie Haskell a lot. And I think it was probably because of my personality. And, um, oh, and right, I actually, yours. yeah, I actually kind of liked Eddie Haskell. I thought he was pretty funny. You know, like I liked him because he was like smarter than the parents. Mm -hmm. You know, he, yeah. he was pulling one over on them all the time. Or, you know, he thought he was. They'd always kind of roll their eyes after he leaves or whatever. But uh, it was sort of a, a, a game that both sides were playing, you know. Yeah. Where they weren't entirely <laughs> entirely in on uh, what was going on. Um, but I'm trying to think of other. Oh, uh, there, of course, there's Eddie Van Halen. But yeah, he, I, I was a big fan. Not do any grief, right? He's very just very talented. Yeah, I never got related to him. Right. <laughs> so did that mean that the children, the, the, the mean children, would have to concentrate on an ift? Like, was the last name more the focus for teasing? No, it was more that my teeth came out of my face like a, like a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't matter what your name was. They, they were just going to come after those teeth. Yeah, they were... They were going after Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> the name wasn't even in the realm of possibilities. <laughs> hey, man, your teeth don't fit it in your mouth. Where did Ift come from? Like, is that? Uh... It's, it's, it's German. Uh -huh. And they, they shortened it when my family came over from Germany. Oh, it used to be like Iftenstappen? It was Hitler. <laughs> they they, you they know just didn't think that was... A couple of Fs. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't think it would fly over here. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. That's very smart. So I've actually came up looked with up... a name that sounds like a mistake. <laughs> I've looked up people that are named that, and it's like, I know it's your name and your family, but like... Didn't you think you had to change it? <laughs> like things happen that you really should get rid of that name. It just seems like it's more, you know, it's more of a hassle than it's going to be worth uh, ultimately. You know, I wonder if people that were named Hitler was like, "This will all blow." <laughs> I, I yeah, or just I, you know, I I'm still kind of surprised by the names, you know, that uh, we kind of associate with like there's people with the last name manson that are just like yeah i'm not that manson why would you even draw that comparison well because of the way your names are both the same name <laughs> is where i got that comparison <laughs> i know you're not charles manson but it's still weird <laughs> and you go by chuck <laughs> or chaz uh, chaz <laughs> chaz manson Chaz oh my god freaking chaz i had a fraternity uh, brother named brian rifkin and i think that was a serial killer and, i mean uh, if you're not going to be a stand-up comic because rifkin how hilarious is that for it's a great name here comes mr rifkin yeah but i'm pretty sure brian rifkin is a serial killer in in real life yeah, and so I remember when it, I think so. 
I was telling my friend, I'm like, maybe you should know Joel Rifkin. Joel Rifkin was the guy. Okay. Not. Okay. All right. Yeah, you can keep uh, Ryan then. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so C E C I would be your initials then. E C I four. Wait, did you get? Did people get you with Benson because of the TV show? A little bit, but not. You know, it didn't. It, it was quite the non sequitur because you know. Of course, Benson went from being like a butler to uh, uh, I think he's by the end of the Benson TV series. I think he was a governor or something. Yeah. So I, it didn't really it didn't really match up with me and, and my life, you know, unless they were intentionally trying to be racist or something. Right. Uh, there wasn't really much reason to bring it up. It was funny. It was I got more, dinged more for uh, Benson and Hedges cigarettes. Oh, that, uh, one, yeah. that one, they decided to come after me, like blaming me for cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think they they it's, it's just saying word. They just have to say words in a, you know, they just have to say it in a way that sounds like they're being mean to you and then just name an existing, you know, thing. So that's I another thing where. If might have been hard to, for them, they, their little dumb little minds couldn't figure out that they could use if to like just make that part of a word. Right. Well, they did uh, a lot. Like, what was a good one? Uh, well, when I started doing comedy, they used to go if I was only funny. Uh, and that, that was <laughs> I was still getting picked on at a adult <laughs> age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it uh, does. It does put, fit into the whole uh, nominative determinism theory that uh, do, don't you feel like if is a fun name? So that sort of helped you to become a fun person. I thought it would. I thought when I got into comedy, if would be a great name because it's memorable and everything. But I feel like uh, it hasn't. I feel, I feel like people are always like, if, how I uh, f. Is it an app? What <laughs> people just when I give it over the phone, people's heads explode. They're like, "Yeah, you, you left again." No, if and I go IFFT, and they're like, "Slow down!" I'm like, "It's four letters. It's four letters." I F F, and they're like, two Fs, two Fs." Some guy said to me one time, like, so matter of factly, he goes, "You know, you don't need the second F." <laughs> and and it was like the first time anyone had ever said that to me this is only like 10 years ago and i sat there like oh my god all the time i've wasted <laughs> you know like it's the same exact name ift and iffft <laughs> <laughs> i uh knew two different comics back in the day one of whom i think doesn't even do it anymore but i, don't, I haven't I, I haven't kept track of either of them but there were two different comics whose last name was Left, L-E-F-F. -F. There was wow. a Howard Howard Left and a Bill Left. But it was it was always funny to me that like it just is an unusual name in general. But then also then in comedy, like to have a name that stands out that much. But also there's another guy with that same name. Uh, always I always thought that was weird. Like if there's another if there's another if wouldn't you be like what the fuck. I'd be so like, mad. Why? <laughs> yeah, like how dare you? Uh, what about Mike Burton? There were two Mike Burtons doing comedy. Right. That's and right. Was like Mike the, Burton. E the 
the East Coast Mike Burton and the West Coast Mike Burton. Yeah, they were one almost, of them came out of Chicago, I think. They were almost like Gallagher and Gallagher, too. <laughs> <laughs> there was another one I was trying to think of that I didn't it didn't come it didn't come in fully formed, but there was another pair of people that are like it's crazy how oh there was always oh what was the canadian dude's name mike mcdonald yes it's like at one yes. point there were three different comics named mike yes. mcdonald yes you know all somebody's gonna on... do is say michael or a middle initial <laughs> so nobody gave they all just were like yeah i'm mike mcdonald also i went on tour with mike <laughs> mcdonald it was one of the first tours i ever went on like opening for somebody and it was in like Louisiana, Alabama, and Mississippi. And uh, he's, I'm pretty sure he passed away a few years ago. And uh, I think you're they, right. When they sent me on tour with them, I think he had just come out of, I don't want to like slander the guy or make him sound bad, but he'd just come out of like rehab or depression or something that this was like his comeback tour. And I'm like, oh, good. You sent him to, Bossier City and Jackson and, uh, you know, to the Isle of Capri casinos. That's a, it's a good comeback. Uh, when I didn't realize like how successful the guy was, like when he, when we went with them, they're like, you know, this guy had like three HBO specials. And we're like, what? They're like, yeah. And I, I wasn't familiar. And then I found them. Those were back in the day where you couldn't just dig something up on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. They're right. Like this guy was a big deal. And I guess he kind of retired. And uh, then he, I was his first week back. And, uh, and he told me at one point while we were driving, I was like, so what happened? Why'd you quit? He goes, I have some anger issues. And I was like, okay. He's like, sometimes I just like to punch a hole in the wall. And I was like, okay. <laughs> This is going to be a fun trip. <laughs> but yeah, he ended up being I, a really nice guy. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think that I've heard all of that. I think all of that uh, can be uh, uh, true about him. And then there was, a, but then there was another Mike McDonald, is a Canadian comic, who I never forgot that he had uh, a joke that you know how there used to be like. Uh, the comedy channel and uh, the ha ha network, the ha network, they used to have like, they'd run clips, like almost like music videos on MTV, but they run clips of stand up comedy. And so, you know, I just watch way too much of that. And uh, there was this one clip of this other Mike McDonald and uh, he had, you know, some joke about bungee jumping and like, you know, tying you around your nuts and then jumping off the cliff or something. And then, but then the, the tag or the punchline or something was him just saying, Oh, there'll be some yodeling in the gorge. And it's just one of those sentences that, like, I can't hear about yodeling or a gorge and not think of, of that. And, and, you know, of course, it's out of context to, to everyone, including me. I don't even remember the original joke. I just remember yodeling in the gorge <laughs> but speaking of yodeling in the gorge uh where else can people see you eddie what do you have to uh to plug i'm uh hiding on the road i'm in uh not in both
Bozeman tonight or tomorrow. But I'll be in Colorado all next week. I I do a lot of ski resorts because I like to go skiing. So I'll be all around like Vail and Breckenridge doing shows there. And then I go to Salt Lake City. I play Ogden and Reno and then Alaska. And then it's all during the winter. I And then Mammoth Mountain. I do all the ski resorts. So come see me at one of those. And then, then it's off to the shoulder season i played the fun places like detroit and louisville and cincinnati and if you if you had made it to bozeman was was skiing going to be part of the the visit yeah 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 i go to a place called bridger bowl up there and ski and uh another place called big sky wow i love it i love that you're out there doing that i you know i run into comics from time to time that you know schedule a lot of their work around golfing but I don't yeah. know too many uh, skiing comics these days. Yeah, there's a few, but I do uh, ski resorts. And then during the summers, I try to go to as many places I can surf. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I just figure. What a life. If I was, if I made it big, I would take all that money and spend it to do this stuff. So since I haven't made it big, I might as well just do this stuff. Yeah, and let exactly. and let comedy pay for it. I and also, it. <laughs> I got to be honest: when I do shows at ski resorts, probably the best crowds anywhere, because it's usually locals and people that work. Like they're not the people that own the million dollar mansions; they're the people that work the chairlifts and work in the cafeteria and stuff. And their 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 whole life revolves around fun. Like they move to a place where they could have fun all day long. <laughs> yeah. And, and so when they go out, they party hard and they, they want to have fun. And I really like that audience. Like it's someone who's not too pretentious or too judgmental. And they just, they just want to have a good time. So I, I found those shows to be really fun. That's cool. Uh, Doug Mallard, what do you got that you want to plug? Catch me on Instagram, at Doug Mallard. And this weekend in Austin, Texas, I'll be at Cap City opening for Tim Meadows. Friday, Saturday, and we have a show Sunday night. Come on out. Yeah. Oh, can Uh, I say my Instagram? My Instagram, that idiot. I didn't even listen for your answer. (laughs) No, it's cool. Just get it in there. Yeah, I jammed it in. Jammed it in. Yeah, jam it. Tuesday, uh, the 20th of February, Douglas Movies is back at the Improv Lab at the Hollywood Improv. I'm doing stand-up in Bakersfield, California at The Well on Saturday, February 24th. DouglasMovies.com for all of my uh, dates and deets and links. Doug. And yes, Eddie. Doug, you forgot about Jam in the Van on February 29th. I didn't forget about it. I didn't know it was uh, public information yet. Oh, it's public. It's public. All right. Jam in the Van, February 29th. Great uh, show uh, on the west side of uh, Los Angeles. Uh, If you're in the area, I'm sure it's going to be an amazing lineup. Tiffany Um, Haddish, you, Pete Holmes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, It's going to be a good one. Uh, Thank you, Eddie, Charles, if... The four, third, third and a half, three and a half, 3.7. Um, I'm glad we could do this. Yeah, dude, that worked out great. Appreciate it. And uh, 
uh, I'll see you uh, one of these shows uh, coming up soon. And uh, as always, if you could see Doug's now. <laughs> 